This is uh, Citizens Gone Wild. Uh, the reason I started this, one of the reasons, was to introduce you to a lot of people in this country. I think this country is lumpy with talent and it has a lot of people who do good work in charities, who do good work in scholarship, and uh, people that you may not have heard of. Uh, today I'd like to introduce you to Rabbi Meyer Leifer, who comes from a long line of rabbis going back to Hungary. And he has practiced as a uh, rabbi in this country for many, many decades. In addition, we have Elaine Levitt, who is the president of the Israeli-American Foundation, which is a planned giving organization which raises funds for education in Israel. And now we'll hear from uh, Rabbi Meyer Leifer with Elaine Levitt asking questions. Uh, I have here today Rabbi Meyer Leifer, 43 years in the Munoz Israel Synagogue and 10 years in Pelham Parkway, and he is here to talk to you about our religion, our, the folklore and the understanding of the people who inhabit the religion of the Jewish people. Rabbi Meyer Leifer. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, My pleasure to be here and share with you the word of Torah and scholarship and what Judaism is about. The world starts with God creating the world. Adam and Eve. Okay, Adam and Eve had two sons, Cain and Abel. Would you believe they they are, they own the world, and Cain Cain goes and kills Abel. So that's that's it. That's it. The first two people in the world, and they're killing everybody, and they're robbing and they're stealing and this treachery. In the first portion of the Torah, cooperation is in the beginning. At the end of that first portion, the Torah is divided into 52 portions, which we read on the Sabbath. Every Saturday we read the Torah. The first portion ends with God saying, you know what? I'm sorry I made this world. The world is full of killing and stealing and robbing and hum it's called hummus. Hummus means very ugly theft and crime. God says in the last chat, the last verse of the first portion, I'm sorry I made the world. I have to wipe up, wipe the world off the map. Obliterate the world. In the next verse, he says, but you know what? One man saved this world. That was Noah, the famous Noah, because he was a tzaddik, he was righteous. Peace loving, he loved humanity. And God says, I'm going to save the world. And he makes an about face. And he saves the world. I asked Elaine a question. If Noah saved the world, why didn't the Bible, why didn't God start Judaism with, with Noah? Because he wasn't kind. He was kind, he was but he kind wasn't the level of, of kindness of that Abraham. So 
ten generations later comes the neighborhood. But most of the same year, most of the same year, see every year we're we're Babylon, Iran, Iraq, where they were. He's from there. God says to him, leave, leave your environment, leave the place where you live, leave your father's home. His father was Terach, and he was he wasn't a highly regarded person. He wanted he wanted Abraham away from his father, and he left. Abraham is going, but he didn't know where he's going. Although it's after Hareka, he said, "I'll take you. I'll, I'll take you. I'll guide you to a land that I'll show you. I'm not going to tell you where you're going." But Abraham's going. Which is Israel today, Canaan, of Canaan. And Israel makes an impact on its society, on people. His kindness, his love for humanity, his caring for humanity is so incredible that he deserves to be the father of Judaism, which he is. He's the first Jew. What is he called? Every. What does Yavim mean? He came from. from, from from a distant land. Every which we are, Hebrew, Hebrew doesn't mean anything special. Abraham had two sons, Isaac and Ishmael. Isaac is the royal son, who, by the way, was the first Jew ever circumcised together with his father. And the covenant of Israel, that's Brismila. Circumcision into the covenant, and, and, and this was it. Okay, and and Isaac was married to Rebecca, which was his wife. And by the way, Abraham was buried next to his wife Sarah in the tomb of the patriarchs, the four, the four great people. His son Yitzchak was buried next to his wife Rachel, and Jacob who had four wives, by the way. He was buried next to his wife. There's my... Leah? Leah. Who did he love? He loved Rachel. Rachel. He was madly in love with Rachel. He slaved about 14 years, seven years. Then his father would deceive him. He slept in the seven He was madly in love with Rachel. But who was buried next to him? Leah. Leah. How do you explain that? Because she gave him his children, and she was kind to him. At the and end, she was loyal, loving, loving, and kind, and kind. Yeah. Beautiful children. Ruben, Shimon, they would be so. So what happened was, he hadn't seen his wife in a long time. The circumstances separated them. Little did he know that after a while, Jacob, by the way, what's Jacob's second name? The second name that's with him for, for life. Israel. It was called Israel. Israel. Yaakov means deception, deceived his brother with the birthright. But he, he has a tradition that really sees God. And he said, God says to him, your name shall not be called Isaac, uh, Jacob anymore. It shall be called Israel. 
put his will. You wrestle with God and you slay him. He came out on top. He now is convinced that there's a God in this world and he'll worship that God. That's what Israel means. Israel means resurrection. Wrestle with whether there's a God. But he now accepts God. He believes in God. He has faith in God. That's what, so that's his second name. We have a third name. What's the third name? What do we call them? Jews. 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 That's the third name. Who is called a Jew? Mordechai Yehudi. Mordechai the Jew on Purim. He's called Mordechai the Jew. You know what the Jew means? From the tribe of Jews. From the tribe of Jews. That's the fourth. That's the fourth child of Leah. The fourth child of Leah of Yehuda, and Yehuda means. You know what the word Yehuda means? Oh, thank God. She thanked God for she had ruined him and baby. Yeah, what about Moses? Wait, wait. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Let's not jump to Chris. Let's get finished with So, 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 he's from the tribe of Judah. You know what Judah means? To thank God. But Judah, the fourth child of Leah, meant that from him will come kingdom. Mess and Messianism. The Messiah will come from Judah, and the, the, the great kings of Israel, the prophets and the kings, will come from Judah. Judah is the father of royalty and Messianism. Okay, both. So, so that's Yehuda. One high was descendant of Yehuda, Judah. Okay, now. Well, the children. Forgive me for saying this. Yes. Saying this. But you know who traces descendants to Judas? Jesus. If you read the New Testament, it tells you that he's from the tribe of Judah. In other words, if you're from the tribe of Judah, the changes are. Messianism and the royalty will come from Judah. That was Judah. Okay. So, Mordecai. David was royalty, okay, and prophecy, David, okay, so that's, that's, that's the story, so Ju Judah, Judah is, is, is the son of, now, what happened was, okay, now, so that's, that's, Talking about children of Abraham. He, 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 and now, who was Isaac's children? Okay, Isaac's children was Jacob and, and Esau. Yeah, and then didn't Rivka, Rachel have children? Rivka, Rivka. And children. who were the children? Those were the children. Jacob and Esau. Joseph? No, no, Joseph was. Yes, yeah, so Joseph and Ishmael, right? Wait, you're mixing it up. Joseph and Benjamin. Joseph and Benjamin. Okay. Yes. Now, before we get to the end, let's finish with, with, with Ishmael and, and Yitzchak. So Abraham had Yitzchak, okay? And then he had Ishmael. 
Yishmael was the child that Abraham begot through Hagar. Through Hagar, that was yes. Sarah's midwife. Yes. So the Bible says, call us your time of whatever Sarah tells you, you do. She's the boss. She's it. Well, she was a concubine. So I'm saying that Hagar was a concubine. Hagar was a concubine. But she had a son, Ishmael. So, so Sarah says, save him. Throw him out. Get him out of the house. But Abraham loved his child. He threw him out of the house because, because the Bible says, whatever Sarah tells you, you do. She's the boss. She's it. So if Sarah says to Abraham, but he, he hesitated, he was reluctant because he loved Ishmael. Okay, now, what did he do? He went out and he fed him. He brought him food. He took care of him like a I'm child. Talking about Ishmael, he's Ishmael. The, um, the father of the Muslims. The Muslims. So the Muslims say that they are descendants of Abraham through Ishmael. And they're right. They're right. And they say they're our cousins. And they're right. They're our cousins. But, but Sarah's servant was not happy. Only thing is, Sarah's book next to Abraham. Okay. The tomb of the couple, it's Abraham and Sarah, Isaac and Rebecca, and Leah. Leah, who, who's next to Jacob? Um, Leah. Who does he love? Uh, Rachel. Rachel. So, so, he loves Rachel, and she's not put next to him. This is a big question. Why was Leah put next to him? Because Leah gave him many children. And Leah loved him and Leah took care of him. And Leah, Leah, was, Leah was a grateful wife. But Rachel was a primitive. You know what Rachel said to her husband? Tell me, born him. Give me children. If not, I want to die. So Jacob got angry at her and said, Am I in place of God that I can give you a child? I can't give you children. If God has compassion gives you a child, we'll be thankful to him. Where, where, is, where is Rachel buried? Not next to her husband. No. Leah is next to her husband. Yes. Where is she buried? Uh, what is it? Where? Bethlehem. Who's buried? <laughs> Christ. Jesus. Jesus. So, so that's, just, that's interesting. So, so, Rachel, so what happened was, jumping a little bit, after, after, after the slavery, okay. You're jumping to who? You're jumping to Joseph. Joseph. So what happened was? Joseph was the son of Rachel. Rachel, Rachel. Yes. And uh, Jacob. Yeah, okay. what happened to him? Rachel, so what happened was, the father loved him more than the children. Why? Because he was beautiful. Because he was Rachel's son. Rachel's son automatically he could be beloved by Jacob. Then the woman that he loved more than anything, finally in his old age, he gets his son Joseph. And Joseph had to be handsome and smart and beautiful. So he made him a special garment. And the brother. That was a coat of many colors. Many colors. And, and he treated him like a king. And the brothers read me a 
So what did they do? They wanted to kill him. Okay. Did they? How could they kill him if he became the prime minister of Egypt? So what happened was, Judah said to him, what will you gain if you kill your brother with your own hands and shed his blood? Sell him to the Ishmaelites. They'll take care of Murray. And you'll get money. And you won't shed your brother's blood with your own hands. That's what happens. They, 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 they sold him to the Ishmaelites. And the Ishmaelites sold him to Potiphar. Okay, to, to the minister in Egypt. In Egypt. And then, Joseph being so talented, so handsome, and so beautiful, so she fell in love with him. Who did? His wife. But he fell in love with him. And he said, I can't do this. Sir. I can't do this to my father. To go and take care of a woman who was married to my again, and I can't do it. So she threw him out, and she, you know, she said, she said he tried to rape her. She made an alibi. So they put him into prison. What did he do in the prison? Everyone ran over to him. He was so brilliant and so beautiful. And he had to interpret dreams. He was the great interpreter of dreams. To butter the baker had an issue. He told him exactly what had happened. The butler would be tried and, and he won't go back to his position. He'll be killed. He'll be killed. But the beggar will go back to his position. And that's exactly what happens. What his interpretation of dreams were, what's what happened. He's in prison. And Pharaoh has a dream about seven years. will take up to seven. So, 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 when Joseph interpreted the streams, he says, please don't forget me in prison. Don't forget me. Try to help me get out. He says to Pharaoh, he said to Pharaoh, there was a little Hebrew boy, a young boy, interpreted dreams, he knew everything. So, what did Pharaoh say to him? Send me. Bring him out. Joseph. Wash him, clean him, give him new clothes, and bring him to me. So he said to Pharaoh, those dreams are real dreams. You can have seven years and seven lean years, okay? And the lean years will lead up to seven full years. So what does Pharaoh tell Joseph? You're going to be next to me in importance. You're going to be next to the king. Take care of the country. And he takes care of the country. He buries the things on the earth so he can survive. The food should survive. He was able to manage to overcome the famine, and there was plenty of food for everybody. Okay. In the lean years. In, in the lean years, there was plenty of food that he that he he protected. He, he stored. He stored. He protected it. Okay. So that's what happened. Now what happened was. There was no food in Beersheba. Jacob needed food. And the brothers came, they, they knew that in Egypt there's plenty of food. 
to the king and he said we need food Joseph sees these, these, these brothers and he knew exactly who they are they didn't know who he was okay and he started to play with them they said we have a younger brother but our father would I'm Joseph, your brother. I should my heart and mercy that you told me as a slave. Okay. So, they felt guilty. There was another story. Did yeah. they uh, bring the father? Wait, wait. So what it was, he put the king, king, the king's goblet into Benjamin's bag. Now Benjamin is being accused of stealing. Who is Benjamin? His brother, his real brother. That's Joseph's brother. Joseph's brother. By Rachel. By Rachel, yes. So good. Okay, anyway, to make a long story short. Only Joseph says, I'm Joseph's brother. I am your brother that you sold into slavery. Okay. Take these wagons, these golden wagons. I bring my father back here to live here in Egypt. We'll give him plenty of food. He'll have food. Where did where did Pharaoh put him? Goshen. Goshen. That's the letters of the dragon. Give him mm-hmm. So he's living in Goshen. Okay. Now, Jacob didn't believe the brothers. What convinced him? The wagons. He saw. Where did they come to golden wagons? He saw the wagons and he was convinced that they're telling the truth. They couldn't believe that he came there. And Pharaoh was very kind to him. How old are you? He says, I'm 147. I didn't reach the age of my father. And he settled in Goshen. And there he lived. Okay. Now, so that was the story. What happened? After now, watch this. Well, they became slaves. I heard. No, yeah. So the the king, the king, the, the new pharaoh after his son died, acted like he never knew who Joseph was. How could you not know that the, the second to the king, he was a, he was a brigand, and he put his Jews into slavery, and they slaved him two hundred ten years. Was it slavery from the new, the new pharaoh who was wicked? And he didn't acknowledge Joseph and what he did. He saved the country in times of famine. And the pharaoh acknowledged He didn't. Okay, so. How did they get out of slavery? Okay, okay. Now we're going to come to the big part. So what happens is... Moses was the son of Amram and you have it. Okay. He was the child. And the decree was every Jewish child should be killed, should so be So how did Moses survive? So they, what they did was they put him in the... Who? The parents? The parents. They put him in the, in the little boat. Two. They said maybe somebody, maybe someone will have pity on him. Who fell in love with him? The daughter, the daughter of Pharaoh. Okay. And she took him to the house. And she brought him up as an Egyptian. 
Which school did he go to? Which school? Oh, uh, the, the school school of, of royalty. It's called Heliopolis. Heliopolis. And that's where Moses went to school. He was more about an Egyptian. He thought he was Egyptian. And they treated him like a prince. Okay, went to Heliopolis, he felt prince. But you know what? He finds out that his real mother is Jewish and his real father is Jewish. Oh my God, he couldn't believe it, couldn't believe it. Now what happened was he came to the Egyptians who were persecuting the Jews, killing them and beating them. Well, Mr. Jacques, I say, yeah, why are you beating your brother? So they told Pharaoh that Pharaoh, that Moses isn't interfering with... with what did he do? What did Moses do? He killed, he killed the taskmaster. But commentary say he didn't. He, he lifted up his hands and he died. He didn't kill him personally. That's commentary. Anyway, the wild so pit, what happened to Moses? So Moses, Moses said, I saw you killing that Egyptian leader. Moses said, they now, they now know what I did. I did. Commentary say he didn't really kill him, he just dipped his head and God killed him. Anyway, but Moses says, I have to get out of here to look at the kill me. They're going to kill me. So he went into the desert. He went into the desert and he wanted it. He was, he was a lost child. They found out who he is, that he's Jewish, and he went into the desert. Now, Where in the desert? Watch this. There were seven nations that were, that, that were waiting for the Jews to come in. The Canaanites, the Malachites, the Midianites. The Midianites are important. Who are the Midianites? There's the people. But there's more to it. The head of the Midianites was Jessel. Who was Jessel? He's the head of the Midianites. He was the father of most. Yeah, eventually. Eventually. So what happens is he comes into the tall and strong and handsome he is. He's afraid to go to Egypt because they'll kill him. He killed he killed an Egyptian taskmaster. So he sees these seven beautiful girls trying to wrestle with the rock. They can't get the rock over the well. So what is the Moses to do? He said to them, let's up the rock and they get to water. And they're home, they're home in half an hour. They're home in half an hour. So Yisro says to them, what happened? How did you make it so fast? You know, they said, an Egyptian boy came, took the rock off the, off the well and gave us the water. So, so what does Jesus say to his daughters? But ay ay, where is he? You didn't invite him to come and have dinner with us. How could you do this? He he helps you with the rock. He takes out the water and he brings it. You don't bring him in. Very rich. So, so they went out and, and they, they got him. They got him and they put him there for dinner. And sure enough, what happens? Moses sees the poor. And he falls in love. Falls in love and he marries him. 
Moses and Yisrael had a special relationship. Yisrael no government and he told them how to run the government. Make one in charge of a hundred thousand. So, so he told them how to run the government. So, he, so Moses told you, so do you want to join me and go into the promised land? And Yisrael turned it down. Yisrael turned Moses down. Moses was disappointed. But anyway, when did Moses go back? Why did he go back? No, Moses Moses went to, went up to Mount Nebo. Went to Mount Nebo. Where's Mount Nebo? Up in the moon. The moon. That's where he's buried. Yeah. Okay. We, 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 we were there. We were yeah. there for Mount Nebo. Remember when I shouted and said to that priest, I said to him, Moses didn't tell the truth. You're saying that the truth came through Jesus. That's not true. That was on a uh, that was on a plaque in yeah, yeah. front of the uh, church. church. Yeah. yeah, and I took issue. That's on uh, Mount Nebo at the church. Yeah. Why didn't Moses go into the promised land? Why? Because he uh, he lifted his hands. He hit the rock. He hit the rock. He hit the rock. Okay. Now, but so why did God give him his ticket? And does the rock feel the pain? He hears a rock. It's not like he hit someone over the head. He hears a rock. So why such a harsh treatment that won't lead to choosing to the prophet? But first of all, did he get the Ten Commandments? Wait. Wait. He went out here. the next step. So what happens is, God says to him, you will not be the Jews into the promised land. Joshua, your successor, so Moses goes up the altar mount, he and then he goes back down to 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 to, to the city where Jesu was. Okay, I mean Joshua. You know that was Jericho. Goes to Jericho. When it took him forty years to no 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 he, he entered entered through yeah but you didn't tell us how come he left what happened who how how did they how did he get how did he get the Jews out oh wait 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 I'm getting to the point so it goes down. Egypt let Jews go free. That was that was the, the point. The point was an appreciation for Joshua. Yeah, you have played. Wait, 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 wait. We're getting to that. So, so God says Egypt. The four cups of wine. I'll take out of Egypt. When did they leave Egypt? When? The Passover. First night of Passover. First night of Passover. At midnight. Midnight. They chased you. God took him out of Egypt. And, and he, 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 he consented. Because of the ten flakes. After the tenth flake, Pharaoh said, I 
let them go. They let them go. What was the second plate? I'll save you. I'll take you out of Egypt that night of Exactly seven days later, they're in front of the sea. And they can't cross. Okay. So the Jews said to Moses, why'd you take us into the desert and die like Noah? Because Satan, he's that slave. Pharaoh changed his mind. And he said, so I said, he's going to bring the Jews back into slavery. They see to Pharaoh with his mighty chariot is coming. And they think everything is lost. They think everything is lost. And suddenly... So what happens is... The sea parts. And it just goes... And it, on dry land. And the Egyptians are drowned. They didn't help They cross. And seven weeks later... How many weeks yet? If they pass over the next holiday. Seven weeks? That's yours. Seven weeks later. Not Moses. They, they go, they go to, 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 to see the body. And they go. Moses goes and sees the Torah. Moses sees the Torah from outside, like God gives it to Ten Commandments. That he caught with so many hands. And Moses received the Torah. That's the third cup of wine. I'll take out of Egypt. I'll save you. And I'll redeem you by taking you to be my chosen people. And I'll give you the commandments. And you will be my chosen people that will bring the word of God to the world. The fourth cup of wine. I'll take it to the promised how long did it take them to go to the promised land? Forty years. Forty years. Forty years. They went through the desert. They went through the desert. And they, 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 they made stops, whatever. Anyway, finally, finally, got forty years, they, could, they entered the promised land. Who succeeds most? Uh, Joshua. Joshua. Joshua won the Battle of Jericho and the Wolves Kingdom. We saw those wolves. Yeah, we saw those wolves. Those wolves are still there in those pits. So, so Joshua, you know what? What does Moses say to, to Joshua? But he gives him over to leadership. Be strong and courageous. And you'll lead them. Okay. And he leads them. And he fights all the nations. Canaanites, the Amalekites, the Major, every one of them. There was one that he couldn't defeat. One of the seven nations, he could, no one can defeat them. They were too big and strong and powerful and prepared. They built a big wall around Jerusalem. What are they called? Jebusites. The Jebusites were the last country that nobody can defeat. They, they gave up. There was one great warrior, uh, one great leader, who was able to defeat them. Who was that? David. Oh, yes, David. So he But before David was Saul. Saul was anointed, but Saul, Saul, Saul was anointed in Shiloh. In Shiloh. 
Shila was a temple before the temple was built in Jerusalem. Shila was in the main maze of the Arab And Shiloh was where Saul was, but it was Saul was was alone to be. His name is Rose Yeshulam. Yeah, yeah. Psalms. Psalms, yeah, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that. So what happens is, so, Shiloh didn't do so because the battle against the Philistines. So, so you know, the Jews said, so conquered by the thousands, but they conquered by the tens. So wanted to get them. Anyway, so what happens is, so what happens is, the, the last, the last country that was the most powerful, that controlled Jerusalem, no one thinks of it, but David thinks of it. You know what the king of the Jebusite said to David? Take the land. Take anything you want, take any possession you want. But don't kill my son. Don't kill what is what is David answered in the Bible? Yeah. In me take a shoelace from you because I can't get you. I won't take a thing from you. I'll take the land. And I'll take my Mariah. But I'll pay you for the land. I'll pay you pay more than three. Pay it more than three. That's in the Bible. In me chut va now he said, I'll be a shoelace. Because I can't get you. I'm not going to take a thing, but what's it, buddy? Buddy, he paid for it. And what does God say to him? You, the greatest king of Israel, take your son, Solomon, and build the great temple of Jerusalem on this spot. What's the spot called? That's a game we Jacob was called Israel. Jacob was called Israel on that spot on Mount Moriah. But he had to dream. And, and, and David now was building the temple. What's, for, what's right on the Mount Moriah? The Holy of Holies. The Holy place in the temple is the Holy of Holies. And the Holy of Holies is right on the Mount Moriah. That's the gateway to heaven. And that's where they. How long? Does that temple last that David built? 410 years. Okay. Now, what's interesting is the fact that Babylon, one of the mighty countries of the Mesopotamia, destroys the temple. Comes to temple. Who is stronger than Babylon? Who is stronger? Persia. 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 Persia takes over from Babylon. Okay. Who is the king of Persia? And who is who is his prime minister, the evil prime minister? Haman. Haman. And Haman convinces Achsverus that the Jews should be wiped off the map. And the king says, Okay. When do you want to do it? On the fourteenth day of Adar. That's when Purim is. The 14th day of Adar. The Jews are going to be wiped off the map. Okay. 
what stops them? Wait. So what happens is the king was madly in love with Ashton. Yes. He was in love with her. And she's crying. And he says, why are you crying? He says, your chief, chief, whatever your deputy, is looking at the so what does Ashverish say? Ashverish, Ashverish says to him, We will change. We will annihilate Haman and his family and his people. In the day the Jews will survive. That you were supposed, supposed to, to die. Yes. Haman and his family will Did die. You, do you have the first chapter? Mordechai called Mordechai Haihudi the Jew the Jew that's the first time much later Mordechai was the uh, father the, the, uncle. the uncle of uh, now the big big question is in that page on that page it says Esther son Cyrus Cyrus see if you can find it Okay, so, so, Esther has a son, his name is Korash, Cyrus the Great, okay, obviously Esther's son is Jewish, so God said to Cyrus, I want you to take the last, the last of the prophets, who are the last of the prophets? Ezra and Nehemiah. right. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to take them and we rebuild the temple. No, no, we had that. The first chapter, the first chapter best. I don't have it. You have it. I don't have it. You have it. Continue. Okay. So. So God says to Cyrus the Great, I want you to take Ezra and Nehemiah, and I want you to rebuild a temple as beautiful as the first one. Okay? 
And so I wish the great folks of Temple could enter the Chimia. Now, enter the Chimia? No, this is something else. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so, 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 so I wish to build the second temple. He builds the great second temple. And the second temple built by Ezra. And you know what? Ezra, the last of the prophets, and Nehemiah, the last of the prophets. What did they do? They built the uh, Yavna. Wait, wait, no, no. I have to go before that. What happened? Ezra and Nehemiah. Ezra made several decrees. What happened to the Maccabees? Wait, wait, wait. Okay. We're talking about building to be built in the Second Temple. Maccabees is not 250 years later. There was Cyrus. Yes, Cyrus. Cyrus and, and Ezra Nehemiah. Cyrus worked with Ezra Nehemiah. Cyrus was the king with the material. And he took assets and scriptural head. And together they built it. How many years after the first temple? Seventy. Seventy years. In seventy years, Cyrus took Ezra and Nehemiah, and they rebuilt the second temple. I want you to find that page there. Okay, now... And that was 420 years. Jews, the temple was, 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 was stopped. And 
which they showed. Yohan Mazakai was the great, great scholar Rabbi Levin. And he, he was friendly toward the Romans. He was friendly toward the Spaceians. And he said to him, I want to build an academy. Away from Jerusalem. I'll take the Jews out of Jerusalem. I'll take the Jews out of Jerusalem. And I'll build an academy to study the Torah. What was, what was that academy called? Yavne. Yavne. And he built a Yavne. And the spaceship gives him permission to do it. And the sun tells him permission to, to do it. Now what happened was, Yavne was an academy, a synagogue, a temple. So he built, he built Yavne all over, all over Rome. He built Yavne in Babylon. You know what happened in Babylon? They built Yavne. That's when they wrote the Babylonian Talmud. But they were Jews who left Jerusalem and went up to Tiberius. And they wrote a Talmud there too. What was that called? The Jerusalem Talmud. Which, is, which had greatest scholars? The Babylonians. So that was it. Then they called that Judaism of the diaspora. Yeshivas, synagogues, academies, all over the world. There's Yavne in South America, Yavne in Switzerland, and Yavne in Europe, and Yavne in Italy. Yavne all over the place. Yavne men, academies. What they said was, if we build a temple in the heart of every Jewish child through, through academies, through Yavne, through synagogues, through Hebrew schools, Judaism will survive, and that's what happened. But 2,000 years, Judaism will survive because we had Yavna all over the world, and we have it today. And even in Jerusalem today, we don't have the temple, the temple we left there. During the Six-Day War, we, we could have taken over, the, we could have taken over. During the Six-Day War, we could have blown up the temple. One of the kings of the, of the Muslims was Omar. And he built it to the temple at that time. The Jews were in the position they couldn't build. We didn't want to blow up his temple because we'll antagonize a billion Arabs. What do we need to do? Let that happen. But you know what? The Western world, like a temple, there are more prayers, more synagogues, and more. And more worship is at the wall than there is up on the Alaska Boma. So that's the story of Yavna. Okay. Are you there? Yes, I am. Okay, we're yes, finished. I am. Um, okay, um, we can stop here. And uh, what I'll do is I'll go back to the beginning, and uh, I was a little discombobulated, so I'll re-record that part, and then we'll add your part in, and we'll put it on, uh, on the podcast, okay? okay?
Thank, yes. thank you very yes. much, Rabbi Leifer. My pleasure, my pleasure, my honor, my pleasure. Thank you.